0: some of this Michael. Be one of us.
1: I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your
0: brains. No running in the hallway. back to the spook house everybody. I am your host Phil and joining me as always is Doug, the olive oil king of Long Island, Galliardo. Hey, How hey. you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing pretty swell. How about you, Babyface? <laughs>
0: Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna... uh, Babyface is doing great.
1: <laughs> baby Remember Babyface? He was like a big R&B dude in the 90s, right? That 90s or early 2000s. Uh
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, was. it was either a toss-up <laughs>
1: between genuine and ba- and babyface. <laughs>
0: hey, they uh, they mentioned babyface in that Dahmer documentary. Did they? Maybe, Uh, but there was like one little line. The guy was like, "Yeah, I wrote a letter to babyface." I well, I you're know, more. Maybe you're farther, you haven't got yeah, there yeah. yet. Stop
1: spoiling it for me. You're farther than I am.
0: Yeah, I'm like eight episodes. You have in. one more but episode. Hey, we'll talk. Yeah, like one or two or something, but we'll we'll talk about that in a little yeah, bit. But first, before I forget, um, hey, '90s Rewind Weekend is coming to the Mahoning Drive-In Theater, and um, in case you didn't know, I host another podcast called VH Snackin' with my buddy Josh from Lunch Meet VHS, and we are going to be introducing the movies there. Hell so yeah. on Friday night, we got Drop Dead Fred, Little Monsters, and. One of my favorite movies of all time, Nothing But Trouble. Mm, nothing But um, Trouble. You ever seen? it? I never
1: saw it. Holy shit.
0: Okay. <laughs> Add that to your Lost Boys <laughs> list. Have you, sti- have you watched Lost Boys yet? God damn
1: it. I'll, I'll okay. Believe me, you're going to be <laughs> the first person I text when I do happen to pop it in.
0: I'm, I'm kind of jealous because, you know, some people, you know how you, you wish you could relive seeing a movie for the first all time? All the time. All the time. Well, you get to do that.
1: Except, that, yeah, this is just so my first get... time seeing it.
0: I didn't. I can't even yeah. go
1: back to rewatch it and like erase my memory of it. This is my only memory of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, let me get through this uh, little plug here. Promo. And on Saturday, we've got Good Burger, Heavyweights, and Angus. Oh, fuck. I mean, what a
1: triple feature.
0: Yeah, dude. Talk about... A sick lineup, but yeah, that's October fourteenth and the fifteenth at the Mahoning Drive-In in Lehighton, PA. So go get those tickets and come hang out with uh, me and Josh. With will be the there. Boys. Doug will not be there. I will not be there. Unfortunately, I, w- I wish I was,
1: especially with that lineup and to hang out with you fools. But I can't. I can't do it that weekend. As ma- as pissed off as I am about it,
0: I would. I, w- yeah. I would love to do uh, it. It's all good. I know you got to work. Uh, Every dad's favorite rock guitarist, Jeff Beck, is gonna be at Doug's venue. So And Johnny Depp.
1: That's the main that's the main catch. Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp. I thought you said you weren't supposed to say that. It's we it's a now. we have to say it now.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Okay. We got approved Are to you...
1: announce it, so now it's like a real thing.
0: Okay. I was about to be like, hey, you're fucking up there, Doug. Don't <laughs> yeah,
1: no, no. We now we now we can full full fledged say it that Johnny Depp is gonna so, be there.
0: His name is on the bill.
1: We updated the poster to say Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp.
0: Dude, you know that your venue is gonna be like mobbed, right?
1: Absolutely, it's gonna be fucking insane. Resale tickets we were looking at on a even through Ticketmaster resale, people were selling tickets for like four thousand dollars. I mean, has his the highest price ticket is like one sixty one twenty five. Which mm-hmm. isn't bad in the grand scheme of, c- compared to four thousand dollars. It's not bad. Damn. But we're gonna be we're gonna be screaming at people that night. That's that's a fact.
0: Well, hey, if you bump into Johnny Depp, be like, "Oh my god, big fan. Uh, will you come on my podcast and talk about?" Oh, that'll be the first Edward thing I yeah. hands Or we can <laughs> sleepy hollow. You talk
1: about how you're overrated as an actor. Let's do it.
0: Hey, you, <laughs> hey, watch your fucking mouth, <laughs> there, buddy. <laughs> Nah, he's been he's been in good shit. Oh, he's been in like so much good stuff. Well, Doug, we got some some stuff to talk about, man.
1: We got a whole lot I mean, to go
0: through. Dude, there's just movie after movie coming out. Like we can't keep up with them. And I mean, next week it gets even better. The Monsters is coming out. I mean Countdown
1: to the Monsters, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's my most anticipated movie. Fuck Terrifier 2. Fuck Halloween Ends. The monsters is the one I'm looking forward to the most. It's going to be a, a glorious train wreck, and I can't wait to watch it. I know you're hyped. Well,
0: I will say this. Well, I'm going to give it a fair shot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down and be like, hey, I know it was the worst trailer in movie history. Put that aside. I want this movie to be good. I really do. I mean, I hope it's, you know, just a solid movie. I hope it's better than the trailer. That's all I can. All say. we have
1: to do going into any movie is try to go in with low expectations and don't expect much, and then maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised, or it's gonna suck. Either way, if it sucks immensely, it's gonna be a fun watch because hate watching is fun, or it'll be a nice little pleasant surprise and there'll be some stuff to like in it. I can't imagine there will be, but going in with an open mind. I'm sure we're we're both we're both yeah, doing
0: the same thing. Hey, and apply the same thing to Halloween ends. Dude, dog.
1: I'm telling you, I'm ready to watch it. I want it to be good. I don't want it to suck.
0: I hate that it's coming out. Well, I mean, I'm really stoked to do the 90s rewind weekend, but Halloween comes out that weekend. So, I'm hoping I can catch an early showing. Um, early showing yeah. or like maybe Maybe. I mean, the Alamo Alamo might have an early showing or something. Dude. On, like, a Thursday or...
1: That? I mean, yeah, the Alamo is usually pretty good with, like, the early access stuff. But even if you're in Pennsylvania, dude, just go catch, like, a matinee. Like, during the day.
0: Uh, maybe. I remember I saw
1: the Pet Cemetery remake at 9 a.m. Because that's the only time I could see it.
0: Well, I am gonna fly in on Thursday. Just so I'm already there on Friday, and I don't have to like deal with airlines and then do the event. So, hey, I might have uh, have some time to kill Friday morning. Come through to come
1: I'll through to New York. Take take a swing quick swing yeah. by New York real quick. <laughs> take a nice uh, three hour bus trip. We'll see the movie and then go back.
0: I don't want to see this movie with you. Come on, I just can't because <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know I'm gonna be seething sitting right next to you.
0: I will beat you to death with a baguette <laughs> or something.
1: Just make sure the baguette's from Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans. They got some really good baguettes.
0: <laughs> I'll slap you with a calzone. Hey, you
1: fucking keep the mozzarella cheese out of my face unless it's fucking cooked to the... I don't know where I'm going with that. I'll just stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, speaking bail, of bail, bail, uh, bail. cooking stuff... <laughs> speaking of cooking stuff... um. Let's talk about Dahmer.
1: All right. We're going right into it.
0: Yeah. um, I started watching this yesterday and I burned through like five episodes in a day. I was like, holy shit, this is really good. And I'm up to like episode eight or nine at this point. I know you're at like episode five. I am.
1: Yeah. Before we got on this, um, before we got to record this podcast episode, uh, I was at the end of episode five. Um, I can't stop watching either. If it wasn't for me having to work and doing other things, I would I would probably be where you're at right now. But every chance that I get, I stopped Miss Marvel to watch this. I unfortunately watched She-Hulk. Um, that was like a half hour, I'm joking a whole lot of shows. But this is this is top of the list right now, and uh, wow, Evan Peters is he's a great actor in everything that he's been in. Might have been in a couple bad things here and there, but he was never bad acting-wise. And this is just, yeah. it's flawless, the performance, at least. Everything, the writing is yeah. just as good, but, like, damn. The man the man is, is giving us
0: 150%. Have you got to the episode with the deaf guy? No. Oh, man. That one's just so heartbreaking. I don't know, you'll... You should be coming Everyone keeps on telling me episode
1: like, six is heartbreaking, and that's the next episode, so it's probably that, that one.
0: Yeah, it might be that one. And I gotta say, man, this Jeffrey Dahmer, just just a real knucklehead. Just you a know, real just rabble-rousing
1: a, type of guy.
0: Just a, a mischievous little rascal, that guy. I mean...
1: Just a constant attention seeker. Like, go to therapy. <laughs>
0: Just a real scoundrel, (laughs) you know, like up to all sorts of wacky hijinks. Um, Yeah, man, that dude was, I mean, I, everybody knows the story of Jeffrey Dahmer, but I don't know. This just really drove it home. Like, holy shit. This dude was fucking crazy. He was
1: schwitzing everywhere, all over the hotel rooms. It's just a whole, a whole lot of stuff going on in that man's brain. And, uh,
0: I didn't know you were such a massive drunk.
1: Have you ever read the book My Friend Dahmer?
0: No, really good. They they based a movie off of it.
1: Uh, one of the Disney kids played Jeffrey Dahmer a couple years ago. It was like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. But the book is it's like a graphic novel <clears throat> mixed with like some like excerpts and stuff like that and essays written by one of Jeffrey Dahmer's friends that he knew in high school. So like it's like real accounts of like him hanging out with Jeffrey Dahmer when he was a teenage dude. And the part where in the show where he's in the school and he's making those like sounds. Yeah. That was in the book. So I feel okay. yeah. So they definitely did whoever like the team was behind this, I I didn't look up the who directed it and who like oh Ryan Murphy. Yeah, that's right. Um They did extensive research. Because, like, the same thing, I kind of, this is going to be an odd comparison, but when Val Kilmer played Jim Morrison of The Doors, uh, and they hired, like, like a choreographer, like a, like a, like a, I don't know, they coordinated the, um, the, the,
0: like his movements. Yeah, yeah, and exactly, that's what I'm trying like, to fucking stupidly just, yeah. get out
1: while I stutter, fucking 50 billion thoughts going on in my head, I can't fire one off.
0: Hey, you're fine, but, um, baby. <laughs> all right, I'm back. Full of bat- marinara sauce <laughs> up there.
1: <laughs> it's all it's all full of olive oil, just driven. It's the drippiest of olive oil, and sauce. But um, <laughs> so much, my brain is full of sauce. Um, but yeah, they choreographed like they hired a choreographer. That's the word I I I meant to say. Um, and they like studied his movements and the way he moved and the way Evan Peters down to his facial expressions, his like dead eyes and his movements it's scarily accurate and scarily good
0: yeah um yeah i mean you got the accent down too accent is
1: top notch
0: hey you you want to come back to my apartment have some hey you want to party
1: you guys want to party
0: you guys want to hang out like, but it's so really it's farting. so wild seeing
1: him in like first of all that's like the most unsexy accent like ever like no one's coming in Chicago or the Midwest there's no way to that to that dirty talk like oh yeah lick my ass lick my arsehole or whatever the hell they're talking about down there up there but like it's to watch him like
0: Sorry.
1: to watch him go from like
0: lick my arsehole. To my
1: arsehole whatever the hell it's like Fargo. <laughs> hey margie you <laughs> have breakfast margie like yeah yeah that doesn't turn anyone on
0: yeah yeah some of those i mean i say this as somebody it sounds like a total redneck probably <laughs> or definitely yeah i i know what yeah you, you said mean. you sound that like bo- White <sighs> thank you dark that in boston <laughs> accents i just couldn't
1: oh imagine some, uh, imagine some like some, like, sexual encounter or whatever. It's the least sexy way to put it. But sexual encounter between a Bostonian and, like, a Chicagoan. <laughs> You're like, Ah, oh, yeah, suck my dick, mate! Not mate, but, like, that's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> mate? What are you, Australian uh, now?
1: <laughs> it, could, it could be you, Jackman, saying this, studying for a role. Who knows?
0: Well, hey, when you and... When me, you, and Holly were hanging out, like... It sounded like downtown Long Island in my fucking car. You're like, oh my God, where's the fucking car?
1: <laughs> All right, that's like not even Long Island. I don't even know what the fuck that was.
0: Well, Holly's, Holly's like, Phil, are you yours. fucking
1: kidding me? you fucking kidding me right now? Are we going to get this fucking pizza right now? Like, what the fuck? Every other word is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, I, I don't sound like... There's a couple of things I say that are like Long Island or New York, but I'm not really... I used to... When I was younger, I had a heavier New York accent. Now I just
0: don't. Was there ever a Long Island serial killer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Who? Richard, uh, not Richard Ramirez, uh, Joel Rifkin. He was from East Meadow, I believe.
0: Joel Rifkin? Mm-hmm. Never heard he of him. He got pulled over. He was just
1: a, He was just a serial killer. They fucking caught him while he was driving and had a body in his trunk uh yeah Joel Rifkin uh he was on Long Island, and then my mom was actually in one of the clubs that um David Berkowitz like attacked, and she like hid behind like the d j booth like all night in like the eighties or whatever the son of son of Sam
0: right, wait, he attacked a club. I thought he was just, like, picking people off in parked cars and stuff.
1: Uh, Apparently, he went to a club, or he, he was around the club, and he went in there, and it was, like, madness, and people were, like, running out. At least that's what mm. my mom tells me.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, New York has a rich history yeah, full of psychopaths. Yeah. Well, it's a good place to hide amongst all those people, I guess.
1: Yeah, all the suburban white neighborhoods that look very cookie cutter and stuff like that. Uh, the city is, and there's tons of people in the city. Um, just going back to Jeffrey Dahmer. Wow, do the cops suck on that show?
0: Yeah, they do, and I like the way they um, they present the show because when you think of like the Zac Efron Bundy documentary, yeah. it was like almost. Felt like it was glorifying in, yeah, a, yeah. in a lot of ways. It was like, hey, he's cool and sexy, and he kills people. And, and on a, honestly,
1: Ted Bundy, like <laughs> if I was a woman, he looks like a fucking lunkhead in real life. Like he's not even that good looking. He looks like a <laughs> fuck. He looks like a fucking turn. moron.
0: <laughs> hey, you fucking lunkhead! <laughs> <laughs> like he
1: looks like a big headed doofus. Like he doesn't even look that hey. good.
0: Look at that fat head, you <laughs> fucking doofus. I mean, Zach, did
1: you like the Zac Efron uh, movie?
0: Um, I watched it, but it didn't really have much of an impact on me, because I, I can't really recall much yeah, of it. Yeah, it was
1: kind was. of a slog. It was a little boring. But like you said, they glorified it a little bit, and they didn't show... It's very important, I think, um, with these serial killer you know, movies or shows show what they do show what they've done because otherwise you're not going to feel remorse for the victims and you're not going to, you're not going to get a full grasp on how dangerous these people are. And this show does that times 50. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: And, and it also shows the impact that the deaths had on the family members of the victims and, and all of that, which is very important because make no mistake, all these serial killers when it comes down to it are fucking losers. They're pieces of shit. Yep. They're not to be glorified. Um I know I don't want to see your fucking shirt with Ted Bundy on it because he's so hot. Oh my god. Like fuck off with that.
1: No. I'm I'm interested in serial killers because that the way the mind works between like a normal person and someone who could do that do, like, those, like, indescribable, heinous murders is, like, that's crazy to me! Like, how someone could even, yeah. like, how someone could even, like, take their own lives to me is, like, so... I I can't wrap my mind around it, how someone could have the, not the willpower, but the sheer, like, physical strength to just do that to themselves or another person is just insane to me.
0: Yeah, I mean... Look, serial killers are, look, I'm, I love watching documentaries. And I mean, there a new Zodiac suspect just came out like yesterday and I was reading. I gotta look that up. uh, I
1: fucking love that. uh, That case is uh, to me the most interesting.
0: Yeah, same here. But long story short, a lot of circumstantial evidence, nothing concrete, but still interesting. Point being that, yeah, it is fascinating to learn about these people and watch documentaries and try to figure out what the fuck makes them this way. But there's a difference between that and glorifying them. And I see a lot of that shit in the horror community and it's pretty fucking gross. So just putting that out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that could be, that could be something that they have in their brains that they get, you know, that's a little peek inside how they think. Uh, That, you know, if they get turned on by serial killers, I'm sure there's a term for it or something, they might find that what they think is attractive, what the serial killers might think of attractive, the other person might think borderline the same thing, but not just as, you know, hopefully they won't act on those compulsions or temptations uh, that Jeffrey Dahmer does, because, wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. Not to keep beating this to death, but, like, when people treat serial killers almost like rock stars, like, yeah. hey, they're these cool anti-heroes, it's like, no, they're fucking losers. Yeah. Ted Bundy is a fucking loser that beat and raped women. Yeah, they're they're, they're nothing pathetic. cool about they're, that guy. They're
1: fucking pathetic. And that's why their lives yeah. are so interesting. Because they have all this, yeah. like, this backstory of just, like, abuse and like family trauma or just not family trauma, or they're just completely twisted for no apparent reason. Like I, I like in the, in the, I forgot what episode it was. It might've been episode three or four when they, again, I like how they jump around through different time periods. I think that's a good storytelling yeah. device for this type of show. Cause it, it's, it shows him how far he came without getting, Caught and how deep his compulsions run, and it was one of the episodes where um he's talking to the two FBI guys and they're like just talking to him, like trying to figure out like why he would even do this, and he goes and and I I, I he's not like an unhinged person, I don't think you know yeah he knows what he's doing, he knows that he's in control and he's like, I think I was born this way, I don't think anything happened to me. Is how I am. And he said yeah. that so calmly and like saying, like, he's not like erratic or he knows what he's done.
0: It's, yeah, it it's pretty, uh, pretty wild. Just uh, like I said, real knucklehead that guy. Yeah, he's just,
1: just a fucking, <laughs> just a dirty, rotten scoundrel. Just out, just out a, in the world.
0: Just a menace. You yeah, know? Ro-
1: roaming the land. Just a nomad.
0: Um. Well, Doug. So I think uh, what we're trying to say is watch Dahmer because it's fucking good.
1: Yeah. I mean, Richard Jenkins. The cast is great. Everyone who they oh, everyone yeah. who they they casted between the um, uh. I know Nia Nash or Nisi 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 Nash is in it. I didn't get up to her yet, but I'm looking forward to it because I really like. I I really like who she's gonna play. Like the I think she's the FBI agent, the female FBI agent. Mm.
0: I don't know. I'm not good with actor names. You're better at this than me. I know like the the people I grew up with, but yeah, Richard Jenkins. There dude, you know, when him. you think about it, this is this is kind of the spiritual sequel to Step Brothers. When you <laughs> think about it,
1: um, no, I'm gonna go ahead and say absolutely not. Because
0: what, dude, when he was like scolding Jeffrey, when he was like, "You're going to fucking military school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, You're going to the fucking army." Like he was, he was I'm, channeling
1: like, so this, uh. Mr. Mr. This is Back. Step Brothers yeah. right now. Also, also <laughs> overrated comedy. I must say,
0: I agree with All that. Right. I got I you to agree with that. Okay, yeah, we've talked about this. Oh, I,
1: I, I assume we did. I just we talk about so many fucking movies. That I just forgot.
0: Yeah, like even when it came out, I was like, eh, it's okay. It's just the wacky Will Ferrell show, you know.
1: I li- listen. I was there was a time. There was a <laughs> will. There were there was there was two time periods. It was the time before Will Ferrell and the time after Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell had his run. He was in a bunch of great stuff. And then it was just like, okay, we get it. This man baby stick is, that's your thing. You're getting older. It's getting played out. Can we, can we just veer off into something else? And no, no, you're coming out with Holmes (laughs) and Watson. Okay, fine. This is what you're doing. Cool. All right.
0: Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I never saw that. Yeah. Don't. Okay. I did watch Land of the Lost the other day. Wow. Danny McBride. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, stupid fun. It's got a sci-fi element I to agree, it. The, I, the,
1: I agree with the first word you said. Stupid. Yeah, that's the
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. You're you're just, just a Danny McBride about... stan over here. <laughs> hey, no shame here. Hey. Man. You know I love, I love he's Bounding
1: Down. I love Tropic Thunder. I love um I lo- What's that? The Foot Fist Way. I love that shit. Oh, stay shit. out of, stay out of Halloween. Movie. Just open the door and close it.
0: <laughs> Alright, Doug. We're not going to go there right so at now. At least once.
1: Give me one in the episode.
0: I know. You, you got your one. I'm waiting um, for the
1: malignant turn.
0: <laughs> not going to go there. Dahmer. Netflix. Check You're it out. You're a better out. person than I am. okay moving on dude we gotta we gotta move it along here we got got to uh, to talk about about. two movies and uh which one should we pick first doug i'll leave it up to you
1: i i think we should go in release date order um and talk about barbarian no barbarian came out first i saw it i saw it before you
0: And okay. It, yeah, you're right. You're and
1: right. And I don't even know your thoughts on it because I, I, you texted me, you told me you were gonna see it. I said, let me know what you think mm-hmm. about it. You texted me after and said that was a movie, and yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm curious to know your thoughts about it. I, uh, I'll let you, I'll well, let, let you let's go. Your let,
0: go ahead. You, all right. All right. You're such a gentleman. Yeah, I was gonna say all you go. could
1: go. You could go first. I, I took it first with Dahmer. I
0: think. Um, okay. So now that it's digested a little bit, I mean, when I left the theater, usually right after I see a movie, I'm like, I have no clue what I think I need to go home, eat some dinner, think about you gotta it,
1: process it a little you bit, know,
0: process it a little bit, kind of like you're sucking on a, a titty, getting some <laughs> milk and you got to process it. Just, you ever just
1: feel just a just titty like and it looks movie. just like a bag of milk? <laughs>
0: Was that a forty-year-old virgin kind of reference? Damn right it was. <laughs> Bag of sand. Have you ever felt <laughs> a breast? Wait, I've borked a lot of women in my day. You, you borked. borked?
1: <laughs> Wait, hold, hold up. A- answer this for me right now. Are you a virgin? <laughs> classic. So classic.
0: Oh. Man. Anyway, barbarian. <laughs> barbarian. I enjoyed it. I think I liked the um, the technical aspects of the movie. And the way the story was presented, almost Tarantino-esque, you know? There would be, like, this hard cut, and then, like, whoa, where the fuck is this? Like, where's this going? I like the way that the movie was presented. Um, However, like, uh, story-wise, I thought it was just okay. I thought the first 30 minutes was really good with... um, that lead actress that did a phenomenal job. Don't know her name. And Bill Skarsgård. Yes. I thought all that stuff was just really well done. Yeah, she was in the flash, the flashback stuff with uh, Richard Brake. I wanted to stay in that time a little bit longer because for one, Richard Brake is fucking awesome and yeah. totally underrated. Yes. That dude needs to like have his own feature length movie or i something. don't know why Give they that dude lead. a lead yeah. role
1: yeah i'm totally i totally yeah, agree the, with
0: that yeah and the way all that flashback stuff like right down to the fashion and the grocery store the the music the way it looked i mean just perfect um but overall i thought it was very solid so you so you enjoyed it so you, can, can, it. So you liked the, it yeah i did I, I, can I can i tell you the reason why was, i
1: think you like
0: it uh, was because that?
1: it's, it's, it's fresh. It's something that we've never seen before. And I know we talk about, you know, remakes and reboots and sequels and prequels and everything. This is just something new, even though if you didn't like the story that much and it didn't hit on all cylinders for you, I feel like this is the direct, like, oh, it's, it's good in the way that like, all right, this filmmaker is doing something new. He's going to get another shot. It's going to be interesting to see what he does
0: oh yeah for sure like this director whatever he's doing next i'm there like i'm very curious to see what he does i hope he stays in the horror genre yeah do you know who um, directed it the guy from the whitest kids you know yeah and i was like uh, which really i've heard that name what is that is that like a comedy s- sketch yeah it's like it's like it's a sketch
1: show Uh, I don't know what channel it was on, but it was pretty popular. Um,
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about it.
1: And I would never guess. And this is apparently, I mean, I was talking about this with someone that comedians do other genres very well, specifically drama and horror, because, you know, comedians are like generally troubled humans. Like they channel all that trauma and all like, you know, anxieties into a form of laughter. So they could tap into those like dramatic impulses like pretty well, and this dude i i think I loved this movie I loved barbarian. I saw it once by myself and once with uh Holly I thought it was I thought it was just great, and I liked how it was unpredictable. You didn't see the twists and turns coming at least I yeah. didn't I kind of so i wanted to when I wanted to compare it to a movie to you. I think I told you this. I was like, I want to compare it to a movie. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's Castle Freak inside of an Airbnb. That's pretty much what I equated it to.
0: I got, um, I still haven't seen Castle Freak. Oh my God. I have my VHS over there. Yeah. I have it on. V- okay. You shut your mouth. Lost Boys. I just, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> I know I'm the last <laughs> one to fucking Cat- say that. Yeah. Hey, I'll watch Castle Freak. If you watch the Lost Boys, I'll gladly I want to watch the Lost uh, Boys. Um, doesn't sound like it. Sorry, Not when you're watching Texas Chainsaw of the Next Generation. Hey, there's no <laughs>
1: hatred for that movie.
0: And I'm like, are you just trying to watch every movie but The Lost Boys? It's like, you part? know when you
1: have to be like in the mood for something? Like, I haven't just been in the mood to like watch like a van like I guess I watched Fright Night 2, but I fell asleep because uh, I started at like seven thirty AM. Um I I need to be in the mood for it. I don't know why. I'm just. I don't know why. Maybe it's. Maybe it's because it's hyped up so much, and I'm like, ah, eh, you know, I, I'll. I can wait on this.
0: Came out 34 years ago. Nobody's hyping yeah, it. Everyone up. loves it's it. Just... Like
1: everyone just like loves it so hard, and I like that. I like the fact that it's like one of those top tier movies. I just. I just need. I just need yeah. to buck up and fucking watch it.
0: Buck up, big boy. All right. Um. Oh, you know what movie this kind of reminded me of? What? Um, Hatchet, a little bit. Mm, I thought the the lady kind of looked like, especially when she, like, rips that dude's arm off. I'm like, okay, this is Victor Crowley. Yeah, it did
1: have Hatchet vibes with less gore, but the gore that they did, I love that they used prosthetics and the little cgi that they did they shot it from an angle that didn't look you know too shiny or too unrealistic it was it was very good
0: dude when she smashes bill Skarsgård's head into the wall i was like god brutal
1: fucking brutal
0: okay okay
1: right like like the gore that was executed few and far between but they put the R rating to use. They fucking bash his brains in, pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty. Georgina lovely. Campbell uh, um, sold it for me. I, I think I think hey. she fucking sold it.
0: Yeah, that's her name. Georgina, uh, great job on her part. I mean, it's pretty impressive that this director's background is a sketch comedy mm-hmm. thing because just from a technical aspect, like the way it's directed and. The camera movement and the way the story is told is very impressive. Yeah. I think he put out like one other movie before this and it didn't do well at all. Miss
1: March like, in like 2009.
0: Isn't that like a teen yes, rom-com like American Pie style raunchy comedy? Yes. Which needs to be brought back by the way. Bring back the raunchy teen comedy high school comedy. everything
1: is too forced now comedy is too forced like everyone like this might be me
0: nobody's and making comedies there's anymore. no there's no name the last big comedy big studio comedy was the last <laughs> time you went to the theater and saw a comedy movie
1: you know i know the last one that came out it's like game night which that was like or like blockers or uh. something like that i didn't see them but i know they came out um
0: Cockblockers was actually pretty funny. There you go. The one with John Cena. Yeah, I would, but that was like five years ago. Yeah, that
1: was yeah, that was a while ago. I would I would never I would never think to watch that. But yeah, there hasn't been big studio comedies. That's just not they don't do that anymore. Like not a, a lot of the classic premises. Like they can't make Ace Ventura in 2022. That's too crazy of like a concept.
0: Oh sure. And so dumb. Like it's but so I mean, dumb, but it worked it's a classic movie but we need a there needs to be like a like jim carrey carried the 90s i mean carried comedy on his back in the 90s absolutely he was like the star
1: i mean think about it but we don't
0: have but we don't have like a current day big comedy star you know
1: yeah no we don't um it ain't
0: will ferrell
1: no no his time has passed i can't even think about i mean kevin hart you could argue that because yeah. he's in a lot of movies.
0: I didn't say he they were good. I his fucking. I like how many commercials does that dude need to? I do? love Kevin Hart. Hey, I talk real loud. I talk real yeah. fast. It's funny, right? It's like uh, <laughs> his yeah. comedy
1: is. That's what annoys me. His co- his stand up <laughs> is so fucking funny, and his movies are are so painlessly unfunny.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's just like. You're a funny dude. What are you doing wrong? (laughs) But, um, but no, I don't, I don't Um, like even, and this goes for like any movie, like even Marvel movies, because some of them are the worst offenders. Everyone is funny. Everyone is witty and sarcastic. Like, come on, uh, make it realistic. Like, sometimes, like, hey, I'm a pretty funny guy, I think. But sometimes, like, you just saw me hey, stutter over my words. I know, baby.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I
1: love you, but no. Hey,
0: <laughs> but like, hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. I love you <laughs> Don't you ever forget it. <laughs> I, I appreciate
1: you down from my balls, baby. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I'm just, like, not funny. And, like, everyone, in some movies, like, everyone's fucking funny. Like, goddamn, really? Okay. But, um,
0: yeah. I know what you
1: mean. Yeah, I, they they don't do, Kinda- but there was some hokey mo- hokey moments in bar in Barbarian, um, where the such as where the guy was the um, the homeless guy. He was like, "Oh, sh- don't worry about her. She's never been here." And boom comes crashing in through the wall. I was like, "All
0: right, okay,"
1: <clears throat> but I'll for excuse all, for it. all
0: the things for all the things this movie got right. That was so fucking two thousand nine generic, yes, yeah. horror movie jump scare bullshit. Because as he was saying it, I was like, "She's about to come <laughs> through the wall," and like he he might as well said, "Hey, she hasn't been down here in twenty years, right?" <laughs> and looked to the wall <laughs> behind him.
1: It was practically like, yeah, he I was mean, like, "Wink, wink, nudge, nudge." Hey, yeah, you come, you're you're on cue. Let's go and. And action! But yeah, that, like... (laughs) I mean... I forgive it. That was
0: fucking amateur. It
1: it was. And for such a good movie like that, they didn't need to do that. I was like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, you had it. And then the part where she, like, literally gets thrown off a fucking 30-foot water tower and survives. I'm like... All right. Like, you had me. You had me.
0: Well, hey, Victor Victor Crowley. And then, yeah.
1: and, And it just goes into such ridiculous lengths that I'm like it could have been and I love the movie it could it could have nailed the landing I like the way it ended where like you know um she shot the fucking mongoloid in the face or whatever and crushed Justin Long's head that was good I thought the movie like you said I thought it could have been longer I thought some sequences could have been stretched out like the um the flashback with Richard Brake um that was good yeah um I like the implications of what they were trying to tell. Like, you saw the stack of tapes Mm -hmm. of, like, all the people who he, like, brought down there. And the camera. And I was like, ooh, this is real creepy. Like, this is, like, filthy. Like, this is disgusting. And I I wish they would have spent more time with his character. Uh, But honestly, I'll forgive it. Because I like like where movies, sometimes they don't need to explain everything. And they just gave you a taste of it. And they kind of let your mind wander, uh, which sometimes it's for, for like the black phone. I feel like it could have been a little more explained, even though I liked it. But this movie, I was like, I, I liked the way it was done. I really have no problems other than like the fucking, you know, fucking her Kool-Aid smashing the wall, like, like the fucking Kool-Aid <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, Kool-Aid. I was like, oh shit, like... You destroy that brick wall. You gonna pay for that? No, this is a dilapidated area. But I do like when um they do the third <laughs> chapter, like the Quentin Tarantino shit you were saying, and they do the right. flashback, and it was like a brand new neighborhood. I'm like, oh, is this in the? I thought it was in the future at first. Like I thought they renovated everything, and I was like, oh, okay. Like they fast forwarded like a couple of years, and no, they went back. So I was like, oh, that's all right, interesting.
0: Yeah, back to the back to the 80s. Because they were talking about Reagan on the radio. Yeah,
1: I was waiting to hear some fucking
0: foreigner. <laughs> um, man, I, I gotta say the last five minutes of the movie are the only parts where I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I don't know what else they could have done. Yeah, exactly. But
1: like, they didn't quite stick the, the landing. But I want, I want more out of <sighs> this director. I think he did a great job
0: yeah he did and um that's not to totally shit on the movie i th- thought it was very well done if you haven't seen it yet don't listen to us right now because we've already spoiled the movie 10 times but over. yeah 10 times over um but yeah the last five minutes there maybe go full nihilistic <laughs> like they don't escape at all and they're just fucking dead see you later I I think
1: movies should do that more. Like, if it ends on a sour note, I'm with it. Like, give me the dread. Like, give us some, like, real, like, stakes, and some people don't make it out. Like, there doesn't need to be, like, a final girl, or a final hero, or anything like that. I do love her. I do love that she was shit-talking to cops and everything, because they weren't, that, that's how they, they portrayed the cops pretty fucking real to life, because they don't give a shit about helping out, unfortunately, a young black woman. Um, and then they fucking drove off and she was left to fend for herself when it could have been over, but then yeah. we wouldn't have an interesting movie. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought everything, I liked it. I I liked how she found out about the, the cellar. Uh, that was creepy. I, I loved like the use of like light and dark down in the, down in the cellar with Justin Long. Uh, every everything worked for me. Besides, you know, the couple moments, but I'll, I'll give it a pass. Yeah, it's his first sure. it's his first um, outing as a horror movie director. It's like Jordan Peele. I mean, Jordan Peele was different because get out a masterpiece, uh, but it's fresh. It's new. Interesting. He un- he under I don't want to say the fucking term that fucking Gen Zers say, but like he knew what was good. Like he's a horror. I he understood the assignment. That's what I'm trying not to say. And I just fucking said it. Oh, God damn it. Okay, I was like
0: where, where are you going with this? But like he's you like bust, you would tell. You right
1: yeah, be no cap, for real. Whatever the hey. fuck people say. I don't know. Yo,
0: straight bussing man. We we're, we're, oh, we're God, 30 bro. year olds.
1: <laughs> you want to you want to do a TikTok Yo. dance to Barbarian? Let's uh let's set it up.
0: No cap. No cap. No cap. Um, also,
1: very creepy moments in this movie with the titty hanging down from the grate or whatever, oh, and like, yeah. yeah, that was that was unnerving. That was a little unsettling.
0: I, I got a question for you. Would you rather suck that <clears throat> hairy, that hair covered bottle, or suck that titty? But you don't know what's in the bottle. Maybe it, I'm assuming what's it's in the breast titty. milk. Ugh. Either way. It's I mean, going to be both, gross. Both are bad options. To
1: survive, I would drink out of the bottle because you might have to suck on that titty a lot to like get the milk flowing <laughs> and the milk's already in the bottle. So, give me the bottle all day. I'll pick some hair out of my No, they
0: look they look pretty engorged, you know. I think they were
1: Yeah, they were big fucking like saddlebags. <laughs> 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 tell tell me what tell me what movie I'm referencing there. Uh I want to be mad if you don't know it because we just mentioned it.
0: Ace Ventura? Yes! Oh. <laughs> Saddle like, bags. All right,
1: saddlebags. Alright, saddlebags! As Courtney Cox is walking off.
0: Hey, listen to the latest episode of VH snacking. Just did what on A. Hey, that's country. right. Let's go. <laughs> hey. Little
1: fucking plug.
0: Oh, dude. And how good was it to see our boy, Justin Long back in a horror movie or any love movie. It. What's he been up to? He does,
1: he has his own podcast. I know he has a podcast. That's like all he does. Yeah. But a uh, good Man. good choice. I love him. I love him in everything. I just love Justin Long.
0: Dude, when um yeah, bizarre cut. They smash Bill Skarsgård's head into the wall. It goes dark and boom, it opens up on Justin Long driving down a highway singing <laughs> very cheerfully. I'm like did the projector just yeah. fuck, up, fuck up or something? Like, what is this? It was an
1: odd change, but, but it, it worked. Like, the whole... The, the the way they told the story, again, just like in Dahmer. Uh, it's like not that linear storytelling. Like, right on! Like, that. it, it worked for this movie. I, it was cool watching everything tie in. You're like, alright, eventually something's gonna happen. Um, and it worked. And then the third act, I think, aside from the... Ending with the ridiculous stuff, it it completely worked. It was just it was just a fun new. And I was talking about this with Holly. Um, how you know a lot of people who are into the same stuff we are in the horror genre. We love like The Gate or Demon Wind or ridiculous eighties movies yeah. that are
0: yeah.
1: by by you know by by technical definition not good. But we love sure. them. Okay. How come those movies get a pass and newer movies don't? You know, I think Barbarian w- w- was a was a great a great movie in the sense that like it's a total throwback to like the ridiculousness of like the 80s movies that we know and love.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. Um and it's also like another good uh monster movie, yeah. I guess. If you want to consider the
1: and there's not a the lot of mother. creatures, yeah that that was like it was like a creature feature. I would I would call it. I mean, you had the monster in there, like you said, uh, and you know the humans are monsters too. Um, but like straight up, <laughs> I is immediately as that creature popped on the screen, I was like, this this Zach Krieger watched Castle Freak as inspiration. There's no way he didn't.
0: Or uh, people under the stairs. People under the stairs, and also bit.
1: underrated movie. Love that movie.
0: I even got at times. I was like, "This is kind of. This feels kind of Blair witches, witch, <laughs> witches. Blair witch, Blair right witch, witchy, Blair witchy, Blair, witchy. A Blair witchy, <laughs> witchy right now. Um. All right, you get it. You get to make fun of my accent one time. I hope you enjoy
1: Blair it. Blair oh, witches. Face. You fucking redneck. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I, def- I definitely
0: see what you're saying. <laughs> uh, like how you just quickly jumped to your next point after you called me a fucking that's That's, you know, that's, fucking that's what right I do, Ben. As I was saying. <laughs> hey, you know what I realized when I was uh, watching Justin Long singing in his car all joyfully? I was like, he kind of looks like Doug. If Doug didn't have a beard, for some reason I thought that you guys kind of look alike
1: since 2006 i have people telling me that i look like justin long
0: <laughs> oh my okay so i'm
1: not alone here i and i and i you and i, I met like... him at monster mania and one someone i know face swapped us
0: uh-huh i
1: mean i have a beard so like i i don't look like justin long right now but yeah without a beard i'll i'll take justin long i'll take it
0: yeah hey he's a he's a good looking guy
1: he looks better without I'll a beard than a i do
0: When's the last time you were clean shaven?
1: Clean shaven.
0: Yeah, I think it's been like over ten years for me. Over ten years. S- almost. Don't yeah. sa- I mean like fully? So yeah, nothing. Like razor to skin, yeah. clean shaven. Yeah, easily over ten years. Hey, we should do an episode where we both shave our beards. How about that? <laughs> That'll be a horrible episode.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm I'm with that because every time every time <laughs> I shave. i'll 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 regret it you know what i'll do though i'll shave my fucking head because every day i get the fucking impulse to do it because every time i see the back of my hair like thinning i'm like you know what it's all or nothing baby i'm just gonna fucking just do it and fucking wing it because my hair looks stupid all the fucking time
0: hey hey don't be so hard on yourself (laughs) It's just the truth hey you're perfect than me (laughs) all right (laughs) That's, hey, that's I'll shave all your head. I'm gonna shave mine again tomorrow.
1: Uh, you you should keep it like that. You you look good with a shaved head, though. Like, that looks... You look normal.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess if I if I ever go bald, I can always have the escape hatch. Like, yeah. Well, fuck it. I've been shaving my head anyway. Exactly.
1: But you can actually grow your hair, right? You just choose not to?
0: Yeah. I don't want to see how many grays I have now.
1: Oh, I fu- I'd rather go full gray than bald easily.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, barbarian. Let's let's wrap this up on barbarian because we still got to talk about that's Pearl. right. Farrell's the main attraction um, here. Any other thoughts on barbarian, Doug? Hey, here's one. Do you want to see? I think this could be set up yes. for a sequel because we don't know where where else the tunnel goes. Wasn't there one moment where Justin Long is like looking right and left? And he chooses to go right.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a break in there, yeah. and there was also a little little nugget drop. They were like, they don't know. We don't know how many things are down there. Someone said something like that, so there could be other creatures. Well, yeah. Like that,
0: that homeless, the homeless guy says at one point, he's like, "She's not even the worst thing down yes, there." Yes, exactly.
1: He could have been alluding so to was the person, he ref-
0: right? Um, or there could be something else. There could be more of these inbred uh i mean that's what the the mother is right she's a product of richard brake raping women and yeah yeah, yeah. and then raping the raping the up. children
1: which is even worse uh those implications were pretty i was like damn oh damn they just kept going i'm like okay like what the fuck this is really messed up
0: um, yeah, when Justin Long first walked into his bedroom back there, I was like, oh shit, he's got a sick v- VHS collection. What's up?
1: Oh, yeah, he's yeah. The tapes
0: you got over there, dog. Yeah, and then you see, like, <laughs> like Puker.
1: Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, no teeth, Irish accents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, redhead
1: at gas station. All, a gas station redhead. That was it.
0: Yeah. Pretty fucked up.
1: Yeah. I love some I love some redheads, but not like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Easy McConaughey. <laughs> I love those redheads. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I'm not, you're not gonna not gonna do with McConaughey impression.
0: <laughs> um Alright, so I think we both thoroughly enjoyed Barbarian. Yeah. Do I think it's I think it's got like I hate to bring up rotten tomatoes all the time because who gives a shit? But I think it's got like ninety three percent or something, or Good it's in the nineties.
1: But do you would you if Zach Krieger does, he announces another horror movie or whatever. Are you going to be there?
0: Oh yeah, fuck yeah! All right, cool. Yeah, I mean he's uh he's joined the ranks. He's like one of those guys. Like yeah, I'm very curious to see what he's got. Yeah,
1: next. I'll like Jor- like Jordan Peele. Anytime Jordan Peele announces the movie, I'm in. I'm there. I don't care what it oh, is. Oh, Sure. I'm going to that theater opening weekend. As long
0: weekend. as uh as long as fucking Marvel doesn't dangle that little carrot in front of his face, like hey kid, you got potential. Let's scoop you up while while you're still affordable, and direct this fucking generic garbage for us. You know,
1: we'll we'll give you your own cape if
0: you direct it. Hey, come on, you get your full trailer and everything. You'll get the full VIP. Hey, guess experience. what? Kevin just, Feige's
1: gonna suck your dick underneath the desk.
0: Just direct Captain Fuckface <laughs> Five for us. It'll make a million. A- a billion dollars. It'll kid. be it'll be number. It'll, it'll
1: surpass Spider Man No Way Home.
0: <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they don't try to lure him in like they have done with so many other great directors. Hey,
1: I didn't tell you by the way uh, before we segue into Pearl. I'm going to see uh, on Wednesday in the city the IFC Center is doing. Uh, they're having a screening of Rosemary's Baby, and at the end mm-hmm. at the end of it. They're doing an in-conversation Q&A with Nia DaCosta. Who directed the new Candyman. And also... Gonna be directing The Marvels. So... That's cool. gonna be dope. I'm gonna try to weasel my way in with a picture. Uh, with her. Uh, but...
0: Why is she... Um, what does she have to do with Rosemary's Baby? Nothing. I
1: just think she's a female director. Uh, and it's, they're doing... The IFC Center is doing this series called like, Pregnant with Fear showing uh horror movies with like women and children and stuff like that. Um mm-hmm. and I guess I mean it must be one of Nia DeCosta's like favorite movies, uh which is really rad, but I, I, I really want to know what she's gonna say about it. Cause she's I thought she did great with the new Candyman. I thought I thought she did a really good job directing wise.
0: Yeah. Um hey, you wanna know a good horror movie with a pregnant lady in it? Have you ever seen Inside? That's one of the
1: other movies that they showed.
0: The original. No, and we 2007? we talked about it. I only saw
1: the remake, which was fucking. What?
0: I thought it was great, uh, but I, you really? told me to watch I the mean, original,
1: and I and I gotta watch it.
0: Okay, I gotta watch the remake. I remake mean, was really good. There's no reason. There's no reason that movie should have been remade, but whatever if it's done well then it's done well yeah me and
1: i watched it with but, holly yeah. and uh we both enjoyed it and thought it was supremely messed up so that means the original Dude, the, is more messed up
0: the original is fucking brutal like it's there's parts that are like hard to watch
1: that's so. the type of movies that i like
0: well you'll like that one so um oh yeah and by the way you told me that story uh, when I called you the other day, did I? You're like, hey, yo, I'm going to see Rosemary's Baby. Oh shit, <laughs> <Costa's gonna> be.
1: <laughs> I completely forgot that I told you that.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Hey, you're going to see um Texas Chainsaw Massacre two and three after this tonight. Podcast.
1: I'm not gonna watch three because I'm going home. <laughs> I'm gonna see two.
0: Yeah, it's gonna I be mean, too
1: late. I'm not trying to stay out out till fucking two a.m.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, not for Texas Chainsaw. It dollars. starts at
1: ta- I mean, I would if it started at fucking seven.
0: Uh, but yeah, these late night features are. Uh, I'm too
1: much of an old man to to stay that
0: late. Oh, I hear you, buddy. Um, speaking of not staying too late, shall we move Pearl, on baby, to the main attraction, Pearl? Let's fucking do it. So, Doug, what did you think of Pearl? I'll let you go first. Since you gave me, oh, such such
1: a kind gentleman. Um, there's a lot to say about this movie. Um, Mia Goth, Mia Goth, Mia Goth, Mia Goth, Mia Goth. Goddamn, does she put on the performance of a lifetime? Um, I am so glad that she gets a writing credit. I'm so glad, knowing that she crafted this character alongside Ty West, and he really let her expand this character the way she did um we have to talk about the monologue scene uh and I'm going to yeah. get there and we're going to get there but the 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 blank ex- the, the expression the synapses in her brain cracking as she's staring yeah. at the screen and smiling and in agony There's so much emotions and she's not saying a fucking word and she's not what my favorite part about her performance is that she's not afraid to be disgusting or look ugly. Not saying that she is or not saying that she isn't, but she's not stripping down her face and she is, she is Pearl. That is her. Wow. I was like,
0: yeah,
1: I, I this This is breathtaking to see, and she's fucking giving it her all um and there's so much more to say about her performance, but story wise, I liked the slow burn up and the bubbling up of like her snapping and like what what's really yeah. going on in her brain uh that to me was fascinating and seeing that like home life that she had. Uh, cuz trauma does a lot to people uh and this is when it goes too far
0: <laughs> Yeah, when you're banging scarecrows, I mean, that's when you <laughs> Not going to
1: lie. Turn me on a little bit. Just hey, a little bit.
0: Hey. <laughs> hey, I think I texted you. I was like, I've never been jealous of a scarecrow. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: I you, you did, you did text you that. I have, I have to find that text. Um but yeah, Mia Goth is just, I mean, you could tell she had a lot of sexual tendencies like bubbling up, like the character, Pearl. Um, oh, yeah. Did you think it was going to be a completely different movie?
0: I kind of did. I mean, I wasn't expecting a 70s throwback slasher like X was, because that wouldn't have made sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is set set in the 20s during a pandemic, which was... Also agreed. Loved a how match. they used that. Yeah.
1: Loved how they took advantage of like the mask wearing in the pandemic. Cause it, it, it just made sense for that, for the, for and film. I like
0: that. Um, it, it just happened. They weren't on the nose about the pandemic. Somebody didn't turn to the camera and say, Oh, we got to wear these things everywhere. Yeah, right. Like, Hey,
1: black plate. <laughs> what are you going to do?
0: Hey, hope this never happens again. <laughs> wink, but wink. I, but yeah, I thought it was cool that it was just, a part of this story and it wasn't overt in its themes um yeah i really enjoyed it very much different from x if x was kind of like texas chainsaw massacre this is more like wizard of oz
1: i've seen a lot of people comparing Um, it to that um and i totally agree i'll also compare it to a movie that we both love just the pacing of it hereditary it just kept on mm-hmm. ramping up, and things were oh, happening. And in the end, you're like, "Oh shit, things are just you know they're accelerating so fast." And that's why I, I, I kind of got hereditary vibes from that. Not just the the mother burning uh, on uh, burning alive.
0: <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, totally. Um, a little bit of a little bit of Texas Chainsaw touch yeah. there at the end with the dinner yes, table. Yes, yes. All the corpses and everything. I thought that was very tastefully done. Um, Aesthetically, beautiful
1: movie. Beautifully shot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Like with the Technicolor and everything, it looked very dreamlike. Um, Originally, Ty West wanted to do this in black and white, which I'm glad he did it.
1: Yeah, there's so much because when you're in that era... things like pop so much more when it's in color. Like things are like big and like circus. Like it's almost like, like Barnum and Bailey. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like that type of color palette, like the reds and yellows and just like very bright. So black and white, I don't think would have lent any, anything beneficial to the movie. Um, Yeah. It's just Ty West, man. He was such an unknown filmmaker. And like that, with X, he has a fucking hit in a trilogy. Like, good yeah. good for him because, I mean, he The House of the Devil was great. Did a couple other movies, but this is like his, this is his shit.
0: Yeah. Did you ever see The Keeper? No, and
1: it's on my list and I really want to.
0: Ooh. Really good haunting movie. If anybody hasn't seen it, I recommend it. <clears throat> I really enjoyed that one. It's on uh, Netflix, right? But yeah, right? dude, talk... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. But yeah, talk about ambitious. Think about this. X was set in the 70s and he totally nails the aesthetic yeah. of it, which isn't easy to do. Especially uh, being in New Zealand. Same thing. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And think about this one. It was set in the 20s and it looks like something totally from that era. Yeah, like they all the minor details are there, and Maxine is going to be set in the '80s, and I'm guessing he's going to totally fucking nail that as well. I'm so excited. Yeah, that.
1: that's going to be. I, I I don't know the direction <laughs> that they're going in, but if Pearl and X is any indication, I I really hope he just sticks to landing with the trilogy because he's been doing so well so far, and you really can't go wrong with me a goth. I mean. If the story's a little lackluster, which I don't think it's gonna be, me a goth will carry the performance anyway. Um Yeah. And what I read, it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of like, you know, the big boom of like home video uh that's gonna be involved. So like Ooh. that is appealing to our type of people.
0: Sure. Uh yeah, I predict lots of uh cocaine whole lot. blood and Hopefully VHS I, I, and and rock she needs and roll. to walk into know. a
1: family video <laughs> and rent basket case or something.
0: Oh God, I hope so. Please, like, have a video store scene of something. Ty West is too
1: good to not like. He need that needs to happen.
0: You crazy for you this
1: you crazy for this one time? time. <laughs> but uh, yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on it? How do you how do you compare this to uh do you like it better than X? Do you comp do you have it at the same level? Mm,
0: I No, I don't like it as much as X. But I really loved X, so that's not a knock on Pearl, but I mean this is they're two very different movies. This is more of a character study, yes. uh, much slower paced. Um not as much blood and guts as x um yeah i don't know i mean it was technically extremely well done i mean mia goth not that any of those bullshit award ceremonies fucking matter yeah. but she deserves one other. she a nomination but they, probably at least. Want they didn't
1: even it. if they didn't acknowledge tony collette for the best performance of her entire career in hereditary they're not going to look at mia goth but they should They should take it into consideration, because... I mean, they're... I mean, Black Panther... uh, Say what you will about about generic superhero movies, but... Black Panther got nominated for an Oscar. They're starting to recognize... I feel like the tide's starting to change a little bit. Hopefully. um, Because... Horror is not just blood and guts and just some, like, schlocky type of shit. There's, like, rich character studies in these movies uh there's depth there's layering and they need to start realizing this because they're missing out you know if you really want to award you don't even need to award just acknowledge that these performances exist because over the you know hereditary and pearl and um i mean what else is
0: there um can't yeah, I get your it, point, though. but look, even if even if they don't acknowledge it, and they probably won't, who gives a shit, right? Yeah, it's ours. Fuck, fuck their little bougie weird ass. We don't need your suit and tie fucking, bullshit. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. But um, <laughs> we're too cool for that party. Yeah, we'll that. hang
1: out on the outside and piss in the bushes.
0: Yeah, we'll fucking drink some beers in the parking lot and jam lint biscuit. Fuck you if, guys!
1: Absolutely, Fred. Fred Durst or Bust, baby. <laughs> if his movie that with John Travolta didn't get nominated, we out.
0: <laughs> oh shit! I actually it's saw it. It's a that. pile of shit. It wasn't as bad as everybody wanted it. No, to it's be, bad. It wasn't, Phil. Great. It's bad. I mean, I don't know. Devin
1: saw was in the car saying, "Oh yeah, <sighs> we need to put on some music. How about a little biscuit? You want some biscuit? Yeah, this is the stuff. You hated that." yeah what the (laughs) fuck i was like what are you doing
0: i mean like, i didn't say it was a good movie i'm saying it's not the room cheap plug no
1: no i mean the room is just wow just awful but fun this john Travolta just
0: bad news all right so let's go back to pearl um what were your favorite moments of the movie um what were some oh shit moments
1: i loved not even when the her mother um when I went on fire, I loved how she just fucking kicked her down the stairs, right into the dirt, you're like, wow, like, this just really yeah, goes to show, yeah, uh, I loved how it showed her um, psychosis, at different levels, um, I liked a lot of the parts where, like, you see Pearl, like, really reflecting about her mental state, like, when she was outside, like, she is upset, because I have OCD, so I could relate to those, like, obsessions and compulsions like she just wants it so bad and she's just like you know how like first of all she was like how come you're leaving me i thought we were gonna go to paris or whatever i was like you just met the guy five minutes Uh ago (laughs) what the fuck um but when she's outside uh outside of the trailer or whatever uh that church yeah that when she was like breaking down i was like i just felt i just felt it i just felt those moments i love those uh the ending was another favorite of mine. I love the... I mean, I love the kills. The kills were great. I love the end. It's so... It's so 70s horror with, like, the up angle and her holding the fucking axe and coming down with it. Like, I'm like, oh, yes, that just just makes my dick hard. I'm like, yes, please. Like, (laughs) this is what we need. Ty West understands. Mia Goth understands. It's just so... It's just great.
0: Yeah, that long shot when blonde chicks, uh, what was her name? Uh, her Mary Beth or or something. I forgot her name. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever her name is. When she leaves the house and Mia goth walks out onto the porch, picks up the ax and there's that little chase scene. It's just one long shot. I was like, because you're
1: waiting to see like, like you're like, is she going to, is she going to do it? Like, she's like, you know, after that whole monologue, you know, uh, the, her the, her sister-in-law is like not smart enough to just be like it's okay just to get out of it even if she thinks she's fucking nuts but she's like I'm gonna go and Mia Goth is like you're just like everyone else didn't, didn't say that but oh. like you're like oh it's coming it's those coming off. yeah exa- exactly fucking does the classic pratfall like fucking Abbott and Costello and gets axed in the fucking head
0: yeah that was pretty brutal I guess that moment was like the closest thing to, you know, traditional slasher moment yeah. or anything related to And X, the mixture you know,
1: is cool. I it, love, I mean, the psychological stuff is great, but what Ty West didn't do in both of these movies and what a lot of filmmakers in modern horror do nowadays, Ty West didn't forget it was a horror movie at its core. It was creepy. It was. They, there were. Kills, tradition traditional slasher kills, and I appreciate that. It wasn't just like slow burn, nothing happens, and then just like it's like it's like forced creepiness and it's just like no, just stop it. Um Like um like the Lodge Pile of shit oh. <laughs> it, <laughs>
0: Why'd you have to bring that because
1: up? Because <laughs> it could have been good. It could have been a good movie. Yeah. It was yeah. just a Bag of dicks. It was just really bad.
0: Um, to bring it back to the audition moment, yeah. that was like one of my favorite moments and the little dance number. Yeah, that was just was... so good. And then she gets a uh Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me dog. yeah
1: <laughs> She gets she gets the fucking Ruben Stutter or whatever his name is. She she got so the Randy Jackson. Jackson, yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. They should have just put him in that role. Be like, yeah, that's gonna be a no for me dog.
1: It was what? it was so
0: I can do it again.
1: Yeah, right? she, She's just like she's so desperate. She's so desperate in that moment. And uh you can tell she yeah. just wants it bad. Um But as we know, she never gets out. She's on the farm. Like she yeah. fucked
0: up, man. <clears throat> she fucked up. She um I was telling you this. The handsome bastard, the Bohemian Yeah uh the boho
1: projectionist
0: yeah projectionist i mean he was like look you can come to europe with me you can do some porn we'll fucking you know just come with me but no she had to kill him and wait for howard's dumb ass to get home and now she's stuck on the farm you fucked up pearl you could be in europe making porn with that handsome, yeah, she could She yeah, but now she could have been you. in Europe hanging out you with got...
1: uncircumcised dicks and drinking butter. <laughs> but instead, she she just she decided to be crazy.
0: But now you have Howard, who looks like an uncircumcised dick. <laughs> yeah, that's what his face looks like.
1: <laughs> his like his jaw just Lord. hit the fucking floor. You're like, oh, but apparently he's cool with it because we know they're still together.
0: Yeah, that's threatened true. threatened goddamn I kind of wanted to hear that conversation. Like, wait, what was that?
1: Oh, I was going to say, like, um, I forgot what I said. Never mind. Keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we were just saying how, you know, Pearl fucked up. Like, she had her ticket out of there. She could have just gone to Europe.
1: Yeah, um, I do like how they left it a mystery. Uh, but, you know, she was, as we know, Pearl was never destined for that because we saw X. Uh so it was cool to see like we already know where she ends up, so like let's see how. Um curious to know if they'll ever like do any flashbacks in like Maxine or something to to show the parallels between Pearl and Maxine. Um I don't think that's what's gonna happen, but I don't know. I'm I I'm interested.
0: Doubt it. I wonder what they did with this set. Like this house. I mean, I'm guessing is it a house in New Zealand? Um, yeah, right? I'm ass- I'm assuming they, well, of course they shot Well, yeah, it is. Cuz X was shot in New yeah. Zealand, but I don't know. I just want to spend a night on the farm there.
1: Yeah, that would be really cool. I don't want to go to New Zealand to do it. <laughs> I'd rather go to I'd rather go to Texas.
0: <laughs> that yeah.
1: that's a 2 that's a 2-hour plane ride.
0: Hey, I have a question. Why did Pearl Steal that alligator egg, but then go back and squish it in her hand. Um, I was there uh, some symbolism there I was missing? I don't know. I think it's just because at the second that she squeezes that egg, it flashes to um, Howard coming home and he explodes.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, That was like one of her fantasies, uh, which I was like in the trailer. I was like, what the fuck? She fucking shoved dynamite in someone's asshole and someone's going to explode um i think i kind of read it yeah i don't know yeah um how she kind of saw herself as like the baby alligator um because like you know she was brought into this world and she has all this trauma and she didn't ask to be born and she was controlled and she's gonna end its life because she doesn't want the alligator to have a terrible life, even though it's probably not going to happen. It's an alligator. I don't know. That's how I
0: saw it. <laughs> and there the bitch go. is fucking crazy. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And she's fucking crazy. Why'd you have to kill that little goose? That cute. Oh, goose? so sad. And,
1: I mean, I get it, but like, come on with the fucking animals.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Well, I guess she stayed at the farm, so the animals are okay. I was like, okay. Well, who's going to take care of this? This adorable cow and little pig well
1: eventually they probably run off (laughs) uh or just or they eat him uh that's like food for them probably
0: yeah um i think uh one of the highlights was the argument with pearl and her mom like once shit hits the fan and she gets catches on fire and the dad's looking at her like
1: the dad what the fuck i low-key was dying laughing at like the dad knowing that Pearl's about to like kill her or kill kill him, yeah. and like knowing that she's nuts, and he's just like <clears throat> st- looked like he's doing his best yeah. impression of a hot dog, like Robin Williams and his Doubtfire, just like st- st- <laughs> st- fucking sitting down, do- can't do anything about it. Uh, that was pretty funny. Nice callback. <laughs> always, always on the comedy game. Um, but yeah, the argument between the two is was was deep. And it was really, really raw. It was, it was good.
0: Hey, there's a <clears throat> hereditary vibe for you.
1: I never wanted to be your mother. <laughs> so good, and uh, yeah, I like how the actress was really good who played the mother. She was just very strict, and you're kind of rooting for Pearl. I mean, you don't want to, but he, I felt guilty for. Her. I'm like, damn, this girl just wants to be loved.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess she is the um, the antagonist in the movie, even though she's pretty fucked up. She's kind of a sociopath, narcissistic.
1: Yeah, imagine if there was therapy uh, in the 1920s.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, solid fucking movie. I'm very much looking forward to Maxine. Yeah. When... Are you dying to rewatch Pearl? I want to rewatch I mean, X and Pearl. I'd rather watch Barbarian right now than really? Pearl. If somebody asked me, kinda, yeah. All right, I'm interested in that. I, I, I don't um, know. I
1: I think I like Pearl a little more than X. I I feel okay. like I do, and I loved X. And I love Pearl. Um. It just—it's fascinating. Explain it's, yourself, I, dog. I'll explain myself to the internet. I just think it's fascinating <laughs> watching people have a psychotic breakdown. Uh, like my favorite movie of all time is Rosemary's Baby. Um, I love Hereditary. I just like that psychological stuff. I just think that's okay. It yeah. just—I don't know. I I just feel it, and I love slashers. Slashers like my. If we had to like rank genres, like what's your favorite? subgenre, I guess, of, of a horror.
0: Oh, I was about to say raunchy teen comedy. <laughs> not
1: another teen movie. <laughs> another
0: classic? Oh fuck. There was something related to not another teen movie that tied into one of these movies. I thought about it the other day. I'll have to text it to you. Uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, let
1: me know because I don't know. I just I literally watched um not another teen movie the other day. Still holds up. It's a fucking classic. Great so movie. good, really Great good.
0: Movie. Um, so my favorite genre of horror. Oh, shit,
1: uh, I I just have to warn you. I... DoorDash is approaching with my Italian hero, so I might have to step away for a second.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, you do what you got to do. And you
1: could, uh, you know, cut another promo about about the uh, the Mahoney yeah, weekend I'll, or whatever.
0: i <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're about to wrap it up. How close are they?
1: It's not approaching. So they're probably.
0: Oh shit! Approaching. <laughs> Did you order food while you were recording a podcast, okay. or you had it like time? Uh, I ordered it at the beginning. Oh okay. Of course, you got a fucking Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I knew
1: I wasn't going to have time Hero. to make dinner after this, so I want and uh, the movie's at ten, and it's already nine.
0: Hey, it puts a fucking extra. Sauce you know, I soda. got the
1: fucking jalapenos on there with the purple onions. My breath's gonna be smelling like a wet foot. I'm not impressing <laughs> nobody.
0: All right, well, I don't know what approaching means. Does that mean like ten seconds? Man, this, I, I have anxiety. I don't know. Right I, now. Everybody listening is like, I, <laughs> I need to know what's going on with this Italian. This is gonna have to be sale. in the next
1: episode. It says Gene is approaching, and I, I, I have in the notes of my DoorDash thing to like call me because I live above. You know this. Um. I live above an orthodontics office, so like they don't know that apartments are up here. So like I have to meet them in the fucking parking lot usually.
0: Oh, okay. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Look, we're at an hour twenty now. I think we talked about <clears throat> Pearl. We can save that uh,
1: question for the next enough episode.
0: Yeah, Favorite, so we'll uh, go ahead and wrap genres. it up for now. We we covered a lot of good ground here. Yeah, we got um, some, we got some
1: good reviews going. Hope you guys enjoyed what we were talking about.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um means a lot. Glad you enjoy listening to us talk shit to each other. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely.
1: Uh, That's what we do regularly when the cameras are off.
0: That's true. Um, all right, Doug. Well, you go enjoy that sandwich, buddy.
1: And you go enjoy whatever uh you had for dinner. I think you ate already, I'm not sure.
0: You had a salad. I'm about to whip up I'm about to whip up something else right now.
1: You need a salad? uh,
0: all right, everybody. Did <laughs> you didn't eat, eat your salad? No, I did. All right, this is that was. But appetizing. I'm gonna go make something right. else. People don't care about this. Yes, so they do. They get, get to, get to know
1: party. us, the inner feelings of <laughs> Phil and Doug.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye, Lo- Doug. Love you, Daddy O.